the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason coming live to you on this Thursday. I hope it finds you well out there. Our toll-free number, 800 951 0592 and I'm going to tell you right now we got so much to talk about Uh, we had GDP revisions uh, that that came out and it was very very interesting Uh, we'll share with you uh, what those numbers were we have interest rates on the rise again crude oil while we were asleep Hit $95 a barrel. There's a little profit taking going on. And right now, I'll tell you right now, the problem with the profit taking in oil is now it's profit taking that still <laughs> still puts oil in, in, in the 90s and well into the 90s. Uh, and it's not going to last as supplies keep plummeting. We've had some strong profit taking. It makes sense, right, with a 10-year note rallying like this uh, the paper sell-off of gold and silver i'll tell you like i told you yesterday buy all of it you can i'm sure by now if you haven't uh been out online at all then maybe you haven't seen it costco was selling some gold bars one ounce gold bars of course you know not a great investment when you're buying gold cheap uh but but not a great investment sold out in in Hours. As a matter of fact, less than two hours, their CFO was on saying, yeah, every time we put them up, they sold out. Now, of course, and, and here's the funny thing. You could only buy two. two. Two per Costco card. It just tells you there's a lot of people waking up. You know, unfortunately for them, uh, you know, once gold gets over 5000 they go to sell those two back. They've got 1099s. Listen, it's really important. When you buy gold, you want to buy it and stay private. I mean, let's face it, most of you out there want to buy gold privately. Why wouldn't you want to sell it privately? And what does that mean? Well, it simply means when you buy it, sell it, trade it, I don't care what you do. You don't want to have to have to give out your Social Security number. You don't want to get 1099. You don't want the government in your business. And when you buy Pre-1933 U.S. gold, you get all of that, all of it. You can buy it, sell it, trade it in any quantity, and I'm under no obligation to do anything other than tell you have a nice day. Uh, That's a pretty cool thing. A lot of states have even gotten rid of any type of capital gains tax and any of those taxes. Uh, But the great thing with old gold, you're on your honor. It's up to you. Uh, what you decide to tell the government uh, about what you bought it for, what you sold it for, and any of those other things. It's about one of the few things anymore you can actually still do things like that. But our toll-free number is 800 951 
0592 strikes UAW saying, okay, got till tomorrow, got till noon tomorrow, or we're going to be expanding strikes. That's a given. That's going to happen. The government shutdown, no deal so far. Uh, We've got until Sunday. Uh, You know, you know how these guys don't like to work on the weekends. And then, of course, I I was telling you uh, the other day, Las Vegas, the hospitality workers have overwhelmingly uh, voted for their union to call strikes against hotels in uh, casinos in Vegas. Tens of thousands. They all want, well, what do they want? Well, we want a new contract. We want more money. We want better benefits. We want to be able to live. Uh, No deadline yet on when that is going to occur. Uh, The only thing that we know is they've authorized uh, their unions to strike if necessary. And I've never seen, you know, the amount of companies or, or unions either threatening strikes or actually striking, uh, maybe when I was young, maybe did this happen in the 70s? I don't know. But I've never, at least in the, you know, the last 20, 30 years, I've never seen this many. It seems like every union out there is either, hey, we're either getting a better deal or we're threatening strikes or, Jason, we're going on strike. Inflation. If there wouldn't, this wouldn't happen if it wasn't for the inflation. These people need the money. People are gonna. People when things get tight, they do everything they can to to make their situation better. And in a union, that's you know that's what the union's there for. Is hey, we're all, this really sucks for all of us. Let's uh, let's lock arms and go on strike and demand it. You know, let's shut down this company if they don't uh, pay us more. And this is just the uh, this is what the. Uh, the higher inflation does to, to the, the financial world that we live in together, Joe, is uh, it just makes everything harder. Everything's more expensive. Everything's harder. You need more time, more money. Uh, it's for less. And and so, I mean, all the power to whoever, you know, it's it, do what you can, right, in this world, Jody, to make it as far as you can. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how many. Well, I get the feeling that we, we might even see more strikes and, and a higher level of them as we go into 2024. There might be more of this next year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll we'll see how uh, all of those things play out. We did get those GDP revisions, and it was a doozy. Here's the funny thing. The headline numbers are going to tell you, ah, it's the same. It was the same. We're we're growing, if you believe these numbers, uh, about 2%. And I want to say first quarter was 2.2, second quarter was 2.1. But it was inside the revisions. Uh, They gutted the consumer stuff. Uh, I'll give you uh, the update on that. That's very different uh, than what they were saying. And then they increased stuff that, you know, isn't sustainable, setting up for things to get uglier as things go on. We'll tell you all about it next. 800 A quick look here at the markets. Uh, gold's up seven, or gold's up 70. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh, actually, gold's down 10. Uh, the Dow's up 70. The S&P's up 15. The NASDAQ's up 30. It's been a tough week on Wall Street. Uh, 33,600 uh, right now on the on the Dow. 
the U.S. 10-year note, 466. Uh, it approached 470 uh, at last night. Uh, the crude oil, listen to this. Crude oil is down 60 cents at $93.10, right? I mean, and, and it was actually down a dollar. It's actually come back here. It's been as high as $95 uh, as, uh, again, inventory levels in Cushing, Oklahoma, have all but disappeared. Uh, gold down 10. Silver's flat right now, uh, $22.75. And, you know, when we're sitting here talking about this stuff, I'm telling you right now, you need to get your money out of the bank. I don't know how much more clear we could be. What's going on in Australia? What's going on all over? What's going on right here at home? You think these banks are closing all these thousands and thousands of branches on accident? Or, oh, well, you know, we just got too many. No. No. They're getting ready to do exactly what we've been telling you is going to happen, which is, well... Maybe you could do cash withdrawals and cash deposits at a couple of banks, a couple of our branches. You know, if you live in a small town, you probably can't do it at all. And then eventually, one of the banks is just going to be, ah, you know, we're just done with it. Just like they did in Australia. But even worse, you got to remember, the rules are different now. There is no bailout anymore. And unfortunately... Because we're gullible and we're stupid and we're uneducated. And really, we're not stupid. We're just gullible and uneducated. I mean, that's really the vast majority of the American public. If you watch the Republican debate, you may, <laughs> you may have got a little more stupid there. Because you know what? When you heard all of these guys talk about the inflation and all that, they were all wrong. Oh, it Joe Biden. Come on. Yes, government spends recklessly. That is not help. But inflation is caused by the Fed, period. And yet you didn't hear a single one of them talk about the central bank causing these problems. It tells you what you need to know because the next big problem is coming. Because what did the banks get the government to do? They got them to write Dodd-Frank. They got them to tell you, see, we fixed too big to fail. Now some puny bank called Silicon Valley, who nobody had ever heard of, goes under and it was going to take everything down with them. Wait till you see what's coming. You guys, especially those of you who've been listening to me for 20 years, you know, you know that I know what I'm talking about. It's just a matter of when. Things, it's funny how quickly things move. Things have gotten a lot uglier just in the last 10 days. So when you sit there, when I sit there and I tell you about a company like Why Refi, or I sit there and talk to you about, you better call my son, you better do it. Listen, neither one of those things gain me anything. But it's going to keep you safe. 
Having your money out of the bank is going to keep you safe. Having some of your assets not correlated to Wall Street is going to keep you safe. At Y refi, you can get up to 10.25% return. That's not too bad. No fees. No attack on your principal if you need your money back early. Right? It doesn't change. It doesn't care. Check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the greater good, too. just tells you we don't need government in our business. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them at 888-YREFI24. Remember, you got to have 50000 That's the minimum. You can use existing IRAs. Some of you can even use a 401K. But you got to call, ask them questions. They'll tell you all about it. 888-YREFI24. So today... We're going to get Jay Powell, clown. right? What am, you know, when people ask me about Donald Trump, and I say to them, I voted for him twice, and if he gets the nomination, I'll probably vote for him again, but I, I'm not thrilled. Not my favorite guy. What are, you know, obviously, uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't like, I didn't like what he did with COVID at all. And the fact that he rehired this clown Jay Powell, this guy, has there been a worse Fed president since Arthur Burns? I don't know. We got profit taking in crude oil at $93? Are you kidding me? Oh, and don't worry. It was just transitory inflation. Well, apparently it wasn't, was it? And now we're at that point. He knows. Well, my predecessor started it. But I just went ahead and finished it, leaving rates at zero for a decade and a half. What kind of idiot does that? And now, guess what? These banks, they're screwed. Why do you think Jamie Dimon was talking about, hey, you better be ready for 7%. We're going to be ready. And then you see these data points that, that we're supposed to I don't know, make lifelong decisions on. Invest our hard-earned money on GDP. They tell us this number's important. Right up until it's not, right? Well, you know, uh, here's the definition of recession. Well, no, that's not recession anymore. This is recession. Well, they came out with these revisions. And it was a miracle. Because somehow they got revised to exactly what they already were. But with huge changes actually inside the day. Now, it's not, I'll preface it this way. It's not like there's usually big changes in GDP. There really isn't. If it moves like two or three tenths, that's, that's a big revision. So the fact that they didn't move isn't a big shock, but everybody knew that they were miscalculating the most important part of the GDP number, which was... So what does that mean? Well, that was down 80% from the 3.8 they told us when they first put the number out. 
by the way, uh, Q1, right, it was at the 3.8 as well. So basically what the government said is, uh uh-oh, in that second quarter when everything was nice and calm, we did see a huge drop in personal consumption. They called it a Nine Sigma miss. I'll tell you, and I don't mean to laugh, but I've been doing this for 20-plus years. I can count on one hand how many times any government report came in at a Nine Sigma miss. That's, that just tells you that's so far away from what a normal revision should look like. And they said they went back and, and essentially in this report blew up personal consumption. Then they talked about the stock market. And they were saying that, well, even the, the uh, fixed investments, they were down. Private investments, they were revised lower. Uh, the, the only good number in there, Jason, really was government consumption. Why are we surprised? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you know, just... Just looking around the last couple of years, uh, and, and especially this year, uh, people don't have money, Joe. You know, how do you have GDP if nobody's buying anything? <laughs> that's, what, that's what gross domestic product is. And I know that's, a lot of these numbers have to do with selling overseas, and there's, there's a lot more to it. But, but uh, Joe, 2022, I noticed people weren't buying stuff, and this year it's even worse. So uh, for them to have these these larger GDP numbers earlier in the year and then revising them down so much is, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just a crooked game. You know, what's taking them three months or six months to, to figure out the real numbers anyways? Why do I get the feeling they probably know these numbers three months before they happen, right? We do have so computers now, right? You know, yeah. right? I mean, it, they used to do, it made sense when they used to do it the old way when they didn't have the computers. We do have computers. I, I say that, of course, all this stuff seasonally just so. You know, uh, what? what's the real number? And again, they, they, they revamped all of those numbers. That's why everyone thought the, the print was going to be much lower. But then they brought up, like, government spending inventories, a bunch of nonsense to make it look like it was, well, it's still the same number. It's just, we, we, we just put the numbers in the wrong spot. And the problem with the right spot is, is at least according to this data point, the consumer really is starting to uh, starting to struggle. But then, this is a number I'm actually more concerned about because this actually got the Dow to, to rally a little. Not that it, you know it's up what seventy points, uh, but it was on this data point that they got excited. Pending home sales. This, by the way, uh, was an August number. Pending home sales collapsed in August, falling 7.1% in August. They were only expected it to be down 1%. Uh, But worse than that, uh, it's the biggest month-on-month decline Going back to September 2022, right, they were doing the rate increases. But worse than that, it also, the overall index is now back to where it was 
during the COVID lockdowns. In other words, what they're simply trying to tell you is pending home sales in the month of August was one of the lowest on records uh, when the, since they've been keeping records, even compared going back when everything was shut down in COVID. It was amazing you could have any sales. Every single region saw declines. Uh, to give you an idea, the South, the lowest since 2010. The West, this one was, that's where we are. The lowest reading since 2001 with pending home sales. Uh, they're saying, here, let me give you the, here's the best part. The realtors answer to this. Some would-be home buyers are taking a pause and readjusting their expectations. Let me, let me give you that in English. Uh, home buyers, due to interest rates, have realized they can no longer actually afford to buy a home and are no longer interested. Thank you very much. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. And I still, the, the best deal I have, and it's not even close, $5 Indians. One through nine, 570, 10 or more, 565. We still got close to 100 of them still left. Uh, it, I'm sure it'll happen again at some point in my 20 years. But this is, uh, at least in my memory anyway, the first time was last week and then this week where we got some $5 Indians for less than $5 Liberties. It just doesn't happen very often, if ever. And normally they carry the huge premiums. And yesterday I told you, so we cornered the market. We made a deliberate move here, something we don't normally do. Uh, but when when that action happened last week, we just saw the opportunity because these coins right now, just to be priced where these higher grades are, you know the 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 XFs, the AUs, these Indians should probably be sixty, seventy, eighty dollars higher than what they are right now. So it's a big opportunity to get some gains without gold rallying. So $5 Indians, 1 through 9, 570, 10 or more, 565. And as you guys know, it's the coolest coin we ever been to. That's just my opinion. 800-951-0592. Now, I've been telling you for how long about this quote-unquote rally, which really isn't much of a rally this year. I mean, stocks got clobbered last year. But I, I, I was saying... If you didn't have the seven or eight stocks, there's been no rally. Well, Wolf Richter really highlighted that point. Uh, If you ever go to Wolf Street, he does some great research. He took the S&P 500. So all the 500 stocks in the S&P. And he said, let's just take the weighting out. Now, what does that mean? Well, what the what the stock market does is the stocks that do the best, they give more weighting to. Like Apple has a huge weighting, uh, which so that means it counts more. Their 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 up or down counts more 
than say, uh, I, and I don't know, pick a company. Uh, you know, pick, pick a company in the S&P, some, you know, an oil company or uh, maybe it's a tobacco company, a food company. It doesn't matter. I think everybody understands that. Now, despite the big gains of these few companies, Richter said, hey, if you just gave all 500 stocks in equal weight, in other words, they all count the same, up or down, the S&P, to, to nobody's surprise, is actually negative for the year. And like I said, if you took out, and it turned out it was nine stocks. So sorry, I've been saying seven or eight, nine, according to Wolfrich. And these nine stocks make up 30% of the S&P. So you think about this. The other 491 stocks, right, they, they get 70%. These nine get 30 And if you gave them equal weight, they'd be negative. If you don't have these nine stocks, you're getting absolutely obliterated. Who are they? Well, the biggest is Apple. By the way, Apple's up 36% year-to-date. I'll just say this. Apple may be in trouble. I don't know. Uh, There was a big article all over the Internet today. Their new phone, the iPhone 15, apparently uh, something's wrong because these phones are getting super hot. And people are getting really, really upset because, you know, these folks, when they get hot enough, they just shut off. Uh, We'll see. But they're the biggest weight. By the way, all by themselves, Apple's 7% of the S&P 500. They're up 36%. Microsoft, right behind them, 6.5%. Up 30%. Amazon, up 45%. Nevada. Right, that's your, your uh, IT chip maker. Up 192%. Uh, I, I think I got a stock that may not be going up very much longer. Uh, Alphabet, right, that's your Google. Up 45%. Tesla, up 119 Meta, that's your Facebook, up 134 Then Brookshire Hathaway, that would be number eight, which is only up 15%. And then, by the way, uh, Alphabet has another class of shares. They got their A shares, their B shares. Uh, The B shares is the nine. So I was right. It's still eight because it's still Alphabet. But they're out here twice. Uh, Alphabet, their their secondary shares, also up 45%. So Jason, uh, as Richter lays out here, These eight stocks give a very big misrepresentation of what is actually happening in the market. Why is that important? Because it's important because we know that things are already slowing down, adding more stress, which these companies here eventually, right, at the, the, uh, okay. What happens if NVIDIA goes down and loses, I don't know, 100%? I mean, it'll still be up. But, uh, right, that's going to be a huge hit. And, of course, all of these companies that need to refinance debt, that's the other big one. But it is amazing when you think about eight companies. 
are 30% of the S&P 500. And if you don't, if you don't own them, or you only own, you know, let's just say you didn't own uh, Nvidia. Well, you're probably losing money this year. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to manipulate a market crash, create it at your own timing. All you have to do is be BlackRock, Vanguard, or State Street, and just pull out of a couple of those guys, those companies, and there goes your market. You know, BlackRock's making a lot of weird moves, Joe. They're 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 a little different than the big banks, and. Uh, Sure seems like there's going to be some action, and I, I think that's the easiest way to cause a market crash is those big companies pull a percentage of their stock out of those big companies when they, when they really want this thing to tank. Because let's face it, when those companies go down, the smaller companies are going to go down even harder and faster. And you know what, what value is out there for the next business cycle will be scooped up for pennies on the dollar. It's, this is just the way it works. This is why... Gold and silver has has been my favorite way to step step to the sidelines of this all this monkey business because it's a commodity, it's a thing. You know, I know there's gold stocks and gold mining stocks and all kinds of different paper ways to buy and sell silver and gold, but as long as there's inflation, we have a central bank, gold and silver will keep going up. Inflation in central banks, Joe, you can't have gold going down in any serious manner. Unless you get rid of those entities, Joe. The inflation, look how the inflation is going to make gold crazy. 800-951-0592. Jason and I, we're coming right back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. Is the bottom in here? I don't It's too early to tell, but gold's down six now. Uh, 1866, coming back silver. Uh, is now up, up ten cents, twenty two eighty three. Uh, again, we had a bunch. Of, I'll call it what it really is: is is paper profit taking, uh, because they're they're realizing that rates are going to be much much higher, and things are going to get much much more difficult by this bottom here. Five dollar Indians, one through nine five seventy, ten or more five sixty five, less than five dollar liberties. Rolls of silver eagles. There are only 20 23s. That's all there's left out there. $600 a roll at 800-951-0592. And uh, one of the largest shale drillers in America has come out and said, we agree with J.P. Morgan that oil is going to go to a hundred and fifty dollars a barrel, and they're saying that the Biden administration, which has drained the strategic oil reserve, has not done enough to encourage oil drillers to drill for more oil. Uh, the the rates higher for longer and all that stuff. That's all sounds well and dandy. But unfortunately, uh, crude oil deficits, and, and again, when you're talking about where's, where is all of the gain in crude been coming from? Well, it's been coming from the shale, right? The shale drillers, uh, continental resources, they are, they're big, really big. They, they do tons of shale. They got uh, uh, a billionaire, Harold Hamm is their, their main guy. He's a big billionaire. 
They say crude oil is headed for $150 a barrel unless the government actually does something to encourage exploration. And, Jason, there is no signs that that's going to happen, none at all. Yeah, no matter what happens with the election next year, Biden is president until January of 2025. So if this is the policy that he set, which is to not drill and create oil, just like all the other countries of the world sort of doing the same thing, there's no reason for it to stop going up in price. It's just simple supply and demand. And, uh, you know, I, I keep going back to that. that those, those guys that put the bet on the $200 oil, all it takes is one world emergency and, and you got $200 barrel oil and you have a massive, massive emergency across the, the whole world. Yeah. Listen, I think, again, for the second year in a row, I think we got real lucky that there's been no big hurricane where it counts, right? That, 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 that alone would have done it. But listen to what, what they say. They said that the Permian Basin, which is where uh, we've got all the growth, is getting ready to peak. So Continental is saying, hey, there's, we're kind of at the peak there. We've already peaked in the Balkan region in North Dakota, the Eagle Ford region in Texas, and they say that without new production, you're going to see 120 to $150 a barrel, period. They, they, they don't even leave room here. Without new production, this is where it's going to be. Now, remember what I told you uh, the other day, just yesterday. Well, it was in the 90s. Rig counts keep falling. Rig counts should be going through the roof right now, and they're not. And, and of course, Continental's telling you why. Well, we, we're kind of in the, in the three big growth areas. Two of them were already, the peak already happened. In other words, every day that goes by, we get less oil. And without new production, this is the price you're going to see. There's going to be a shock through the system. Without policies encouraging new drilling, you're going to see more pressure. But yet Joe Biden took his time out to, to, to walk the picket line yesterday. Uh, and again, you, you know why these guys are on the picket line? Because they got to pay 4 and $5 a gallon for gasoline. Right? they gotta pay, they got to pay their power bill. How many times have I said it, Jason? If you want to get rid of a productive assign, uh, society... Get rid of cheap energy. That's going to do it. You know, he might have been walking on the picket lines uh, because he wanted to get away from the White House. You know, his dog commander just bit another Secret Service agent. The guy's dog keeps biting. <laughs> I, I, I'm just reading it right now as I had to say it. Command, we, we talked about that a couple of months ago, how he's, his dogs have bitten people ten times. Well, on Monday, Biden's dog just bit <laughs> Been another if, Secret if Service was, agent. If that was the average American's dog, it'd have been put down already, right? You know, but hey, <laughs> what if he just Joe has a Biden camera dog. and he just he likes to view the the bitings of his Secret Service agents as as humor for him because it just it keeps on happening. Why can't these people stop this at the White House? Maybe it'll not, be on I mean, an this episode of ridiculousness, right? We'll get it on ridiculousness yes. or or. Uh, uh, the funny home videos. Look at look at President Biden's dog biting everybody. 
By the way, Continental says they have no plans for any new output. I, I, I don't understand. No plans. It doesn't ma- He's like, I don't care how. I got no plans. Because you know what? The Biden administration is making it too difficult for us. It doesn't make sense to go do it. To go and to, here's what he just said. To go and invest and begin producing as much as we can is not how we generate the greatest value. Nope. Sorry. Unless the government wants to change their policies, we're not interested. Thank you very much. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Thursday. Uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, 21-ounce Silver Eagles, $600 a roll. I don't need to tell you. I already told you we're the cheapest guys out there, especially with the the big online guys. Uh, $600. Buy the, buy the bottom here on silver. Uh, silver right now, twenty two seventy five, And then on the gold side, the $5 Indian. Uh, my guess will be the last day on these $5 Indians. One through nine, five seventy, ten or more, five sixty five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and Jason, for the first time in gosh, I don't even know. The Federal Reserve. So the fiscal year's ending, right? Fiscal year ends this week for the federal government. Normally, the Federal Reserve, since they started, you know. Since they really started the quantitative easing and, and blowing up of their balance sheet, they've been giving the federal government these profits on the interest that they've been collecting by buying, uh, the, you know, by increasing their balance sheet by pretending to buy the U.S. debt because they, they don't have the money; they just make it up out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been giving the government. Most people don't realize this. Over a hundred billion. I want to say in 2021, they gave the government like a hundred and twenty billion dollars. Well, now that they've been forced to start selling some of that balance sheet, uh, the profits. Well, they've gone down a little bit, Jason. Instead of giving the government a hundred and twenty billion dollars, the Federal Reserve is taking a $100 billion loss, and for the first time in 13 years, they're actually going to lay off some people. Now, it doesn't cover uh, any of the losses, but don't worry, because the Fed doesn't have to actually pay for the loss. They'll wait till the next time they can have profit. So they'll, they'll lose, anytime they do quantitative tightening, just look at it this way, quantitative tightening, the Fed loses money, and lots of it now. Whenever that stops, then they probably, you know, they really won't make much, but, you know, they can offset it a little bit. But anytime they do quantitative easing, Jason, they get to pretend that they're making a bunch of money. But neither here nor there, the Fed said that they're going to cut some jobs, and uh, they decided that about 500 jobs. 
they will have 23,895 employees after the job cuts. Uh, It's amazing uh, when you actually think about how big the Federal Reserve has gotten. Uh, You know, back in, just go back to to 2010, uh, Jason, they've added almost 25% to their staff just since 2010. So the only thing that came to my head is if there's 500 less, you know, Federal Reserve employees, where are they going for employment? And I get the feeling they're nice and well taken care of and probably just heading right over to the IRS to be IRS agents. That's 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 right. where my mind goes. IRS, maybe uh, Wall Street, right? But I, I'm sure they're going to be just fine. 800 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.